Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start off today with something just a little different, a shorter story than previously. Um, let's start off with our uh, bad left hook, pound for pound, top 10 list. Uh, the voters were Scott Christ, uh, Will Esco, John Hansen, Patrick Stumberg, and Lewis Watson. And as of Jan, sorry, July 2023, here's what they've got. Coming in at number one, Alexander Yusik. Number two, Nayana. Now, the reason this all comes into play is because there are stories about these people coming up. Nayana Inui. Number three, Terrence Crawford. Number four, Dimitri Bivol. Errol Spence. Arda Bidabiev. Kenel Elvarez. Devin Haney. Gervonta Davis and Shakur Stevenson round out the list. It's interesting that there's a Canadian flag beside Arda Bidabiev's name. I like it. All right, let's have a quick look here at the news. Light and increasingly junior welterweight divisions are about as hot as boxing gets right now, says uh, BoxingScene.com. Chris Rold, he says, uh, one of sports' biggest draws, Gervonta Davis calls the division home. So do undisputed champions Devin Haney, Shakur Stevenson, and Vasyl Lomachenko. While just five pounds north, one can find Tipoma Lopez, Ryan Garcia, Subriel Matias, Jose Ramirez, Regis Progress, and quality rising contenders like Gary Antoine Russell. It's a wealth of depth and talent, the likes of which doesn't come along all the time. Middleweight and super middleweight had it in the 90s. Flyweight and junior bantamweight had it for much of the last decade. To have with star power and chance for new wealth makes it all the better. Davis Garcia was a blockbuster earlier this year. Haney Lonchemko wasn't a as big, but paid off nicely enough. It feels this crowded, sometimes being good isn't good enough, though. Enter Frank Martin, 17-0, 12 knockouts. The 28-year-old ghost announced his arrival as a real player in the pack last December. In what was viewed as a pick'em right going in, Martin took undefeated Michel Rivera's school over 12 rounds. He outboxed, outfought, and outthought Rivera while pitching a near shutout. The result shouldn't have been such a revelation. Trainer Derek James has emerged as one of the greatest teachers in the game. That Martin all-round game reflected the solid foundation. It was a performance that could remind one of someone like a, uh, Stevie Johnson from another generation, a fighter for where the sum of the parts suggests a long night for anyone for years to come. For Martin, it could have been the uphill battle. Johnson, as good as he was, never got his chance to share the ring with a Shane Mosley or Floyd Mayweather, however. So, uh, Martin is not only flashy, he's got to play, uh, play the knockout artist. He's got really good building on the Rivera fight with more performance like the Rivera Ferret will be essential. He gets his next chance this Saturday night when Martin is matched against 32-year-old 2016 Olympic bronze medalist Artem Haratyanyan, 12-0, by the way, in his latest main event. Haratyanyan is making his first start since June 2022 as a professional that has developed slowly since 2017. 12 fights in six years. He isn't exactly strapping a rocket to a talent, but he has a chance on Saturday to catch up in a hurry. Martin is ranked in the top 10 at lightweight by all four major sanctioning bodies and impressed rankings from TBRB, The Ring, and ESPN. Harut Yunyan is ranked number eight by the WBC. So, bit of a... Bit of a scrap going on there, and uh, 
Looking forward to it. Anyway, Adam Baskin, OverboxNews24.com, wrote, Teofomo Lopez has informed the WBO in writing that he will retain his 140-pound title, and he wants to face Devin Haney next in his first defense. Teofimo, he's 19-1 with 13 knockouts, beat the WBOs at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Deadline, what uh, they had set uh, for yesterday for him to decide whether or not he would keep his WBO light welterweight title or vacate it. If he had vacated the belt, it would have been fought over by number one, WBO Arnold Barbosa Jr., and number two, Jose Ramirez, which I mentioned in yesterday's news story. Assuming Haney, 30 and 0, by the way, 50 knockouts, chose not to use uh, his 135 pound title to move up to 140 to fight Barbosa Jr. for the vacant belt. However, Teofimo finally saw light, knowing the huge money that he'll be retaining his uh, WBO 140 pound belt and defending it against the popular but beatable Haney next. It's an ideal situation for Teofimo because he can get a much bigger, bigger payday fighting Haney. Than he would if you were to defend against the talented number one contender, Barbosa Jr. Speaking of paydays, I thought y'all might be curious to hear this, because I was. How much is Francis Nagano getting paid uh, to fight Tyson Fury? Knowing uh, why he walked away from Dana White's MMA uh, promotion, uh, because he uh, got paid, check this out, $600,000. Um, dollars in that fight against Cyril Gain to win the UFC heavyweight division. But now, uh, in, a, in a fight that will be contested under the official rules of professional boxing with three judges ringside, adopting the 10-point must-scoring system, Nagano is in line to pocket a career-high purse of £6 million, which is 10 times more than his last UFC fight. As I said, uh, he earned 600,000 quid when he took on gain at the UFC 270 back in January 2020. So the Predator will be looking to do what no boxer's done before by beating Fury, who is supremely confident ahead of their monstrous meeting. And that would be an understatement. Uh, Fury said, this guy's supposed to be the hardest puncher in the world, but let's see how he reacts when he gets hit by that big gypsy king. Uh, the Cameroonian Frenchman added, I've been waiting uh, to meet Tyson in the ring for the past three years. All I will say to Tyson for now is he better dance in that ring because if I touch him, he's going to sleep. <laughs> Love that confidence. Now, speaking of confidence, it seems like Josh Kelly's got his confidence back. He insists his boxing career is in the best health yet since he has overcome his struggles with hypochondria. Kelly uh admits his mental health affected his boxing career due to his uh, fear of falling ill and not being at his optimum best the english super welterweight contender was so unsettled ahead of a fight against david avnazian in 2021 that he says he downed a whiskey a flask of whiskey uh, in the week fight just to help with sleeplessness uh due to his worrying the Sunderland-based fighter faces Gabriel Corzo, 18-0, by the way, from Argentina at the Virtu Motors Arena in Newcastle, England, this upcoming Saturday night, after registering three wins since the six-stoppage defeat to Avnasian for the European welterweight title. 
He says, I was suffering from chronic hypochondria. I was worried I was getting ill all the time and not being at my best for fights. Well, downing whiskey, uh, the way it seems like he was, I'll bet he was feeling ill all the time. But anyway, I was washing my hands all the time. I started taking antibiotics for no reason two or three weeks before the fight, and I couldn't sleep in the weeks before the fight. I couldn't stop my mind racing. I was drinking whiskey in the week of the fight and just trying to sleep. I did two mini bottles on the Tuesday night. I wanted to be the best version of myself, but I was so worried about getting ill and underperforming. Well, my friend, downing whiskey is not the answer. Let's move along to, uh, oh, yes, the week of uh, July. We're going to see Stephen Fulton. He's full of confidence after arriving in Japan for his date with Inui. Uh, and we see the final week of Ju July it certainly promised to be an absolutely fantastic one for boxing fans. As we all know, on July 29th, the big one, uh, the four belt unification showdown between the two best welterweights in the world right now, Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. While earlier that week on the 25th, we'll see Stephen Fulton put his two super bantamweight titles uh, on the line in a fight with former unified four belt bantamweight ruler, Naoa Hinui who I mentioned earlier in that best pound-for-pound pound list. It's clear the 147-pound fight is the biggest is the bigger deal, the main talking point not only of the upcoming schedule, but of the whole year. Uh, but the 122-pound clash might prove to be the better, even greater fight. We all know what to expect when the 30-year-old Inui, 24-0, is in action. Brilliant boxing skills, a ruthless pursuit of victory, and ultimate victory, a victory that very often comes via violent knockout, a fight ending comer, coming via either body shot or headshot and from either hand. But Fulton is nothing short of brimming with confidence going into the fight. And it's been this way since ever, uh, since ever, since ever since the fight was announced, the fight later undergoing a postponement. Fulton is 21-0 and the reigning and defending WBC and WBO super bantam champ has told anyone who has listened and is listening that he'll get the job done in Japan, that his combination of skill, nerve, desire, and self-belief will see him come home with his two belts. And speaking of Japan, I wanted to uh, give a quick little update as to how it's going over there, courtesy of uh, Joe Kazumi. Uh, WBC uh, contender and speedster uh, Taku Kawahawa, he's 13-1. and one. Uh, impressively scored a successful first defense when he beautifully sank WBA number 11 ex-world title challenger Wulan Tufhazi. Uh, he's from China uh, with a single body shot for the, for the count at 2 minutes 10 seconds of the fourth round in a scheduled 12-rounder that took place in Tokyo, Japan. Having wrested the regional belt from Filipino, uh, Glamel uh, Magrano in March. Kuahara, who fast on hand and foot, mixed it up very close in the first three rounds. A fourth, however, witnessed a countering left hook to the side of the belly, which dropped the Chinese challenger, who couldn't beat the count, being in agony. Kuahara is a former amateur university boxer whose mark was 50 and 18, 10 stoppages. Once failed to win the national belt via 10th round stoppage by Sergei Yuri Ikui in 2021, but kept winning five straight since his solo pro defeat. There you go. Some great pictures, by the way, in fightnews.com. 
I invite you to go visit their site for more information. Uh, thank you for joining me. Appreciate it very much. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Gore for his show, Knuckle Up.